One cannot take down an entire honeycomb from like, you know, the way a honeycomb is, you know, it's like, it's like, like a large hive or whatever you want to call it, with many smaller combs that have, you know, I don't know exactly how you call each slat of honeycomb, right, that's within the larger honeycomb. And then in each one of these slats, there's honey, right? So also lid is chalazrash mekaveres. Now I'll take down like one of these slats of honeycomb from the hive. Pirusha kain shadvarim oismer madash. They shadayim lutaylish because it's similar to tlisha, to like cutting, to removing something from where it's grown. Hagav adavkim bukim bakaveres. Adavkim still attached to the hive. Av nusluchu lebaidyim. If let's say a piece of the honeycomb came off already on Friday. Or a piece of the honeycomb got crushed on Friday, so the honey already started dripping out. Now you just have like honey dripping around, but it's not like in an actual, you know, comb. Is that the right word? In, in the actual honeycomb. So then, that you're allowed to take out of the larger hive on Shabbos. So the Shabbos have cut them about Vashmi Hakaveras. Even if you don't want to separate the actual honey from within the wax, meaning like where the honey, that, that, that material that the honey is in, that, you know, you squeeze it out. That would be mafarik taking it out. Now you want to remove the actual honeycomb from the hive. You can't do it Because the place where the honey, you know, becomes honey, the bees go in there and they make their honey and the honey... Honey ices, I guess you can call it, right, is in the kavars, is in this honeycomb, right? So therefore, you can't, by removing the dvash from within that wax, that's considered, that's similar to tailish, it's similar to cutting a cucumber off the ground where it grew. And therefore, the rabbanan consider it mechubbas. It's not deraisa, rabbin the rabbanan. But if the honeycomb already cracked off from before Shabbos, heimli shachalos nitlashumim koim chiburam the kavars menachem kach b'seicho, like some piece, like you have this larger honeycomb, but that's made up of these pieces, right? So one of the pieces fell off already before Shabbos. By Shach Sulem Shem Ruchum, and therefore it's no longer attached. Then you could take it off on Shabbos to eat the honey that's stuck on top of it and around it. Now to crush the actual Shaiva to remove, to get the Shaiva, because that we already said that's Mufarik. That's separating the food from the wax. That's mafarik. That's separating. That's similar to taking the kernels off the stalks on on you know on Shabbos of by wheat. Even if honey dripped out on itself on Shabbos, it's also till until Shabbos. Unless you do so with your hands on Shabbos, we saw that by many other such halachas. That's something that you can't do on Shabbos, even if it happens by itself. You know, whilst you may do it, we saw by schita, let's say, for, for, to, to choose trips out of the olives or the grapes and Shabbos, you know, how to use it, so too here. Should it ask him, if it got crushed ready on Friday, the, the honeycomb, whatever, the, the whole wax piece got crushed on Shabbos, before Shabbos, but it's still attached to the larger hive. But what? Because it got crushed, the honey starts dripping on it by itself. Because it got crushed. So then, mutalikach zehadvash itself. So then, it got crushed before Shabbos. So the honey started coming out before Shabbos. That honey that came out, but that's still sitting there, that you didn't scoop out, that you could take on Shabbos. 
It's no longer in the honeycomb. But the actual slats, whatever you want to call the honeycomb that's in the hive, even if that got crushed, but that's still attached, that you can detach it on Shabbos. So for all the beekeepers out there, these are the halachas. Now we move on to kneading. Ein megablin kemach koli harbe. You're not allowed to knead, K-N-E-A-D, parched or dry roasted cur- flour that was made from dry roasted kernels. You're not allowed to knead that in a large quantity. Lest you come to knead regular flour on Shabbos. But, this, but in small amounts, you're allowed to need this flour that was made from parched kernels. Now, we'll see in the Mishnah Buddha, there's a machlekes, whether kemach koli, this parched, this flour made from parched kernels, has a din of kneading. I guess whatever, when you mix it with water, didn't knead well the way regular dough and regular kernels knead it. So there's a machlekes, whether that's considered kneading. And the machar is passing that it's not considered kneading, but does that takana not to do it in large quantities? Because then you, someone's going to see you doing it, they're going to think you're allowed to need regular flour. So let's see the Mishnah Bruce in this part first. Lain Megabun said, Let me give you Akdama first on rules of kneading. Lisha is one of the Lamates of Asmalachas. It's Lav Dafka through the use of water. With honey you can eat, with Shuman Avaz, with goose fat. That, you know, will stick to something, you know, by your mixing it with a solid. You take a liquid and a solid and you mix it together and you create a new type of mass. One person brings the flour, one person brings the water. The Gemara brings that, Rabbi, Rabbi says that whoever, brings, whoever puts the second one in is high. Yehuda says, no, it's not good enough that you pour the two things together in a bowl. you got to actually knead it with your hands or with a machine or whatever. By pouring the water onto the flour, right? so I don't know if you ever watch when someone pours water onto the flour, but it starts becoming dough on its own, you know, and then you want to do well, so then you have to knead it well. But this is all bekemach with flour. I offer earth with tit clay v'chaladak or thin sand to hubar gibel. These are things that could be that we consider needable, for lack of a better word, needable items. Avodavos do labar gibel, a non-needable item, could go in efer like ash or coarse sand. So there, the Rambam and those hold like him hold the afim gibla, even if you actually need it with your hands. Part of mechatas, it's only a sedrav bonum. But harbe rishayim hold. Something that that's not meant to be needed, even because it's a lav bar gibel. So Yehuda will say, even if you weren't megabel it yet, even if you needed it by hands, but you just put the water in it, that is its needing right? by the fact that you mix it. Right? It's not something that requires a whole motion, but by putting water with it and making the new mass. That alone you chayav. Atin avayal v'adav v'shulchanar. Says now we'll get onto the shulchanar. So nesinas ma'im highlish and lav dafket amachab ayipay belisha gemurish nesin the ma'im megabel. That which 
He used the lotion, what's called kneading, when you mix water and you're megabla, this is lavdafka, because even putting the water in the flour alone, that's enough. Shema Yavai, you're not allowed to knead a lot of this parched kernel, you know, that was made into flour, unless you do the regular stuff. Shema Yavai, koza asifu lotion, Ramam says all this according to Ramam. With Sirulay, the Kemach Koli Lav, Ragibu, the Ramam holds, Kemach Koli, flour made from parched, you know, from roasted kernels, is lav bar is not a needable item. The David lav bar gibel, and a chayv af shkishigibloi. The Ram holds even if you need it, you're not chayv. And he also amid rabbanon, it's only asmid rabbanon. Shem yavid lalosh kemach sheni kol. Unless you you need with with flour that was not from 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 roasted kernels. L'figa chetiru ide shini the mad mat. Therefore, by doing small amounts, the Ram held it was mutter because that's a shini enough. A few shar pais gusfiul the kemach kolad bar gibel. The chayv and a teri kishigibloi. But the other rishayim will hold that this, and this is the raisa. Even with kemach kali, v'dad al yesh erim ha'muvul kamum siftazayin gamin nizeh asl gabel afil mat mat alam kenasam al kemach ma'im lejem. Says wait till siftazayin. He's going to quote this a few times. That even if you do a small amount, right, it's aser unless you mix the two before Shabbos, the flour and the water, and it's sitting there, and then you just do a better job in Shabbos. Says cotton and gumul kemach sheni kali b'zeh afil mat mat aser. Right, from regular flour, you're not allowed to even need a small amount. Ma'at ma'at, v'loi harbe, bein emaisa b'lilu rakai kasha. You shouldn't make a lot with kamach koli, whether you do a thick or a thin batter. B'shiru de ma'at ma'at, libera, paiskaner, defiliyish by kishay gregus, that even if it's a amount of dried fig, that's still considered a small amount at a time. <coughs> but once you go to more than that, it's unclear in the paiskim what's considered a large amount. But now back to the machaber. Wheat that hasn't grown yet, it's third. I guess that's the amount necessary, right? That it's not considered shachas anymore. It's considered human consumption. Then you dry roasted it. Then it seems like they're growing into a very coarse, you know, type of flour. But it's more like a sand. This type of mixture was something that what they called shasisa. So mutal galu mena b'chemitz, you're allowed to knead that together with vinegar. Okay, it's something similar to that, even a lot at one time. V'hushi yarach, this is as long as it's soft. Avokasha, if it's coarse. Asim neshinir kalash, if it's very thick, then it looks like lash is asim drabonam. Afil barach, even if it's a thin amount, sarach l'shanis, one should do so only with a shinoi. How do you make this shasisa with a shinoi? First put in the this coarse ground stuff. Then put the vinegar in the bowl. That seems like that was a shini. If you just someone sees you mixing this coarse stuff with water, no one's going to think that you could need regular flour. Because this is not even a flour. Therefore, if it's a thick amount... They'll make it even if you allow you to do a lot. Kasha, so it's lemma harbi av mat mat mutter, come on, little bit kemach karli. Alright? Siv cotton nunzain. Now here he's gonna give us a lot of claw. Vafil barach. Ayin betasha kosev. The osula ari bishabish al pesach, kemach shaisim et chinis matzah fuyo, litnam biyayne medvash. Let's say you take matzah on pesach, and you make it matzah meal out of it. So now you have a, like a very fine flowery type of consistency, right? It's called matzah meal. Right? So he says that, the mirtaz is also 
to mix that with wine or med, which is like some liquefied honey. After the mamilisha sisa, she utchinegas. Even though you say matzah meal, they didn't have a cuisinart back then. So when they ground it, it was like rather coarse. So you can say it should be similar to our case here, she sisa. And there we allowed you to do a lot if it's a thick. Says, but with matzimil, we don't know what to put in first. Because they laid the mahuashini to know what's considered a shinui. Because he doesn't know what's considered the normal way of putting the matzimil in first of the liquid in the first. If there is a normal or an abnormal way. Therefore, you're not allowed to make large amounts of, you know, canadal mix, you know, with matzimil. But that's the sheet on Shabbos. That's the sheet at Taz. Tali Rabba says, you don't know. So do it with shinui. What's the Gemara tells us the shini? What's the shini that the Gemara refers to? That as long as if you put the food first and then the liquid, that's considered shini. Says, but if you're going to mix it on Shabbos and you rely on the kula of mixing the matzah meal with this wine or this med, one should not use a kli. One should just put the both in the bowl and try doing it by shaking the bowl. You're not going to get a very good canadal mix if you do so that way. Right? If you do a small dissolve, you're making a lot. Do a small amount, but I feel bothered if it's thick. We're bleaching in the days according to the shita. But according to the HM, we'll see in Tazayin, also if it's thick, we'll call Right, and the Mishnah keeps on referring to this because hey, that's how we know it, and that's how we wait to see that. So, generally speaking, we wouldn't do this on Shabbos. Kasim Magen Avram nearly does the hashdin. The Magen is the one who may urinate. Al tit on like a clay Mishum Gibo because that causes it to clump up. Kavanasa yafilu l'reiv a place comes filu double double shubar Gibo in a chavat yigabel. Come back and misur miyukes. Even though it won't be nis deraisa, it'll be nis drabanu. Vuadin bafati chuach with a moist um, dirt. When sand after any mechavin lisha, you know you're going to the bathroom. You know kavon is not to cause it to clump up and, and to be considered something like kneading. If you have a keli that they used to use to spit in, or reichets with pivot wash at their mouth by Shabbos, if a tacht of yeshchayel dak and underneath that is thin sand, even if it's thick, says sorry You have to know he says if it's mutter as do lay alpsik reishu lanichli. Could be considered psikrashit lenichalai that you should make them because you don't want that dirt and that sand that side to clump up, right? But what's the whole idea with the sand underneath the keli in the bottom of the keli? We spit so it should absorb, not necessarily that it should clump. Then he says, "Motzasi b'seifa base mayor the matim tamzem makim hatzerich afil hashen al tit if one's stuck on greenlinian to urinate on the on 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 clay v'nir diyesh lismech hazem makim shatit enishiloi." Surely, if it's not your clay, you should definitely be makel, because it's definitely psikrei When someone covers up urine, direct and that is with dirt, dirt or sin, but you've only put a little bit in, it will get in a clumpy, and therefore it's going to be similar to Alicia. So, when you see this, I'm going to somebody's bechayv. Therefore, what do you do if you have a you urinated that, right? You have to cover it up. So if you take a lot of sand or a lot of dirt, so then it basically buries the liquid. It totally absorbs and there's never a clumping, really. It covers up anything. You're not going to have any... She says that's what one should do if one is stuck. We'll stop over here.